Hello and welcome to episode 98 of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. It's been a couple couple weeks, sort of the dog days of summer here. Um, it really is. We gave it a little time. It wasn't, wasn't a planned time, but I think we needed some time for this sports world to breathe because everyone knows right around this time, it, it's, it's sort of quiet um, before the storm of fall that comes and hits us right on top of the head. Um, so we're going to just bounce around. Um, all the sports leagues kind of see where they're at at this point um, and just just see what topics come up. But Travis, how you doing, man? How's your uh, last couple of weeks been? It's been good, man. It's had a good weekend up in Maine. Um, the whole country's melting right now with this heat. I hear um, a heat wave. A little heat wave. Um, yeah, otherwise, it's been, it's been good. It's been a good couple of weeks. How about you? Very cool. It's been great, man. It's, uh, I mean... The heat wave, it's the same as every day, but it's been kind of warm. Um, uh, just enjoying it out this way. I'll be back in Maine in a few weeks, actually. So hope that hot weather stays because I'd rather sweat than shiver any day of the week. Um, but yeah, count that down. And so let's let's kind of jump right into it. We'll, we'll, we'll pick a league, any league at this point. We'll just kind of point out what's going on in there. Maybe nothing's going on and we can just make something up during that but uh let's go to the nba because the last time we touched base it was kind of a ex- couple cool moves uh one was official with gallinari for the celtics um a lot of player movement was going on katie and Kyrie was kind of fresh and hot off the press since then uh, a lot has cooled down um to almost no one's talking about them right now so Unless something comes up, I think at the end of the day, uh, some of the things that we talked about uh, last time or you mentioned was, hey, Katie's going to have to play where he's at. You know? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Not much leverage there. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But one of the names that kind of came up and, you know, there might have been some rumors um, or some talks about it happening, especially after uh firing or did the coach retired right or resign who utah yeah he resigned resigned and then gobert he's getting moved for an incredible package and then now there's talks that you know donovan mitchell uh you know hearing some trades out for him so uh maybe we can start start there unless you have any other newsworthy things we want to touch on or players around the league that you can think of but uh yeah maybe we start right there yeah i mean let's be honest there's there's just no realistic trade package out there that's going to satisfy the nets and this again comes down to where like the, the nets are under no pressure to trade kevin durant for anything but the best package they feel is for them so um and then Kyrie is just it's realistically the only option for Kyrie is a straight up russell westbrook for him trade um and uh yeah lakers are the nets do not want to do that i think part of it was joe harris being included in the deal which again why would the nets do that um the nets don't want to be bad that's the thing and it's not like they have this like marquee young guy they got ben simmons who who the fuck knows what ben simmons is at this point um until you see him on a court so i do think that both of those guys are it seems like all indications are they're going to end up starting the year in brooklyn and it's going to be a shit show Good luck mm. with that one. Um, I, I, I saw a thing, someone like, 
the meme with a guy like sweating buckets and it's like NBA schedule makers trying to figure out what marquee matchups to make because there's still so much uncertainty. Like are the yeah. Jazz if the Jazz trade Mitchell, there's no point in putting Jazz on any national TV games, you know? Um, right. That now, how Mitchell, about a Mitchell trade? Like what you know, what what are you seeing? It's I think what, it's Knicks or bust. But you get Danny oh, no. Inge on the opposite so side of the coin. So it's bust because the Knicks, because it's the Knicks. Let's be honest. Well, it's, but, well, it's it's Knicks or no one. I think in terms of it. I, I mean, know. maybe there's been no other reported, like Miami, but Miami has nothing to give a value unless like right, they want Tyler Hero. But like, I don't want. I wouldn't want Tyler Hero. Like, you're gonna have to pay the guy an extension. He's really so, he's not anything special. So let's go into mapping that out. So. What would the Knicks have to give up, do you think, to get Donovan Mitchell? If this is the only team that you, yeah. you're thinking well, could it seems like, I, again, they're not trading R.J. Barrett. That was initially like, R.J. Barrett plus a couple young guys plus picks, you get Donovan Mitchell. I don't think that's happening. I would think like Fournier or Rose is in there for salary matching purposes. Um, and then a bunch of the young guys, whether it be Obi Toppin, Quickly, Quentin Grimes was a summer league all-star, whatever that means. Um but, I mean, he actually did look pretty good last year when they let him actually play. Um, I think some of those young guys, and you build around, you know, hypothetically Mitchell and Brunson. And what Harris. would you see for picks being shipped over him? Because they got a crap load of picks right now. All right. I think that's been the quote-unquote reports that Danny Ainge wants more than they're willing to give up. Like, the Knicks are – I will say the Knicks are smart about this. Like, yeah, we want to trade for Donovan Mitchell, but, like, I'm not giving you a fixed draft pick. Um, he's not the guy you give up six draft picks for. I, I let's be honest. If they trade for Donovan Mitchell, where do they end up being? Six seed, five seed? Like it's not it's nothing top. special. Really, nothing special. Donovan Mitchell is good, but he, he takes like twenty-seven shots a game. Like he's a high volume scorer. And Jalen Brunson's an undersized point guard that they overpaid. So I, it's Knicks. Let's be honest. Um, but that's really like. In terms of the drama of the offseason at this point, you know, you had the, the Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kumbaya situation. Um, that the Drew League, the Drew League, Drew League, man. Um, I, I again, I just what is uh, the Drew League? It's just like a summer, I think it's just like a summer organized yeah. league, I guess. I don't think it's, it's not an annual or a year round thing. I think it's just in the summer. Like DeRozan, free, DeRozan obviously is playing with LeBron, but he frequently plays. Um, there's a Harden playing the Drew League a couple of years back. Like, occasionally, like some of these guys just go out and play in one game um, and put up 42 and 16 against guys who had never played in the NBA ever. Um, I will tell you, man, as much as I hate LeBron, like you get the, uh, you see the shop stuff with LeBron with like how this one I, team, Boston. I didn't watch it, but I've been seeing him. I, all I saw was the, you know, they're going to make headlines of, you know, Boston is racist. So. Yeah. Which, Oh, whatever. Let's be honest. I mean, there's, there's definitely been plenty of people in Boston that say some stupid fucking shit at a Celtics game. But his, like, they're chanting, fuck LeBron. Like, come on, man. It's Boston. That's going to happen. And they're not selling – he basically said, like, the fuck LeBron t-shirts that they're selling in the team store. Like, the Celtics literally had to put a statement out saying, like, we did not sell anything like that in the team store. Like, that's a street scalper, a street vendor, what have you. Like, but, like, that's not – you as much as I love Barstool, it's probably yeah. them, you know? It probably was. It definitely was them. But then he also said he got, like, a beer thrown out, which to me, honestly, and someone made a good point with it. It's like, it's him just sucking up to Kyrie with Kyrie's, like, we all know what Boston is. Um, trying to get – because let's be honest, Kyrie's going to be in the Lakers, whether it's 
tomorrow or next off season when he's an unrestricted free agent, he's he going to be there. Yeah. Similar uh, to what you said about Donovan, there's only one team that's good Kyrie's going to go to. Correct. I'll tell you, man, it's unbelievable what Ron James can do at 38 years old. It looks like he's fucking oh. 20 years old. It's un. <laughs> I get he spends like a million and a half or whatever he spends on his body per year, but like that's just also like. That's not just how you take care of your body. That's also genetics and like pure genetic like freak. It's unbelievable. It's, he's been so. I mean, of course, he had like that groin injury a couple yeah, years some ago. Yeah, ankle injuries, but like, but like, he's just been epitome of health and consistency, and like, there's no doubt about it that Steph Curry is the most exciting basketball player to watch. But like, LeBron is just a just frustrating because he's dude. the death the fact, by million. The dunks yeah, he, he can, can still do at 38 years old. It's That's not human. And it's cool to see how his, his like, he, he, you can see that he's obviously you spend that money, you're going to be intentional, but he's been very intentional about like his body composition, for example. Oh, every like, year it's different. Cause he's like, you know, he, he went he into that like massive where he's five. Yeah. Where he's very powerful. Like those days at the end of the Cavs and then down in Miami, like just a tank. And then as he's kind of aged out here, he, you've seen him get a little bit leaner each year, I feel like. And it's mm-hmm. just, you know, got to save the knees, save the um, save the jumps. And yeah, it is, it is ridiculous that he can still get up that high. He can still put it down. And like as much as LeBron haters – which I, I really don't understand. Like, of course, if he's playing your team, it's 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 annoying. But like, as much as people want him to retire, it's like, do you actually want him to retire? Like, I want him to play for uh, many more years to come because he makes the game very very interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, that Lakers um, team's going nowhere either. They aren't. But I I do. Hey, as much as we give Kyrie uh, crap, and as much as the world gives Kyrie crap. That's a lot of it I think is deserving. Um, he's going to make the Lakers a better team if he's there. It's going to be my... drama city. <laughs> like, like Nick, uh, what was it? Nick Young and uh, Russell. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, but, I mean, I think that's really it for basketball. There's nothing really. Yeah. Now you're again, you're in the doldrums of basketball now and, and you wait two months to see what these guys come back looking like. Exactly. We just had, you know, some, some summer league games and Hey, I do think you have to take some things away from those games, but I don't think you got to give it all that much attention. Like be excited about some of the young guys who are showing out, be excited about. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I I'm uh um, um, yeah, no, so it's just, we see who in the summer league, we see who are the best, you know, the top picks, they're going to solidify themselves and they're going to show you right away. I think Paolo was, you know, he shows yeah, you, it's like, clearly. dude, I'm probably the best player here. Um, I think, uh, Murray. I'd be curious to see what that on paper, the Kings have talent, but it's the Kings. So. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see how they 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 kind of get that situated. Is uh who's their coach? King Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Okay, that's right. Um. Yeah. Let's switch. Let's go to a different league. One just because it's so recent here, and we're not going to spend time breaking down the home run derby or the All Star game. But did you watch any of those? Nope. No. 
Oh, no. man. Okay. Well, I did watch the whole Hormone Derby, which is the first time I have in a while. Um, J-Rod, uh, Mariners. kind of Never even heard of that guy. 21 years old. I hadn't, I have one because I'm over in the West Coast, so it's easier for me to sort of like see that stuff. But I, you know, all I knew going into the All-Star break, the Mariners had the like largest win streak going into an All-Star break. That's not huge news, but I mean, they've been just killing it. For a while, it was them and the Orioles doing some, some fun things. And this guy is the reason that they've really been on this role. This 21-year-old, I think it's always fascinating when you get these guys who are probably a little bit ahead of development and they get up there and they just start taking it away. So he comes out. And the guy has pop. Like, he can just blast it. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of talk was Alonzo because how serious he takes it. Um, Juan Soto walks out with the top. I thought that was perfect. I think the storylines with him, uh, I mean, this is really probably what we're going to talk about about mm -hmm. MLB right now is Juan Soto. 23-year-old, just – I feel like the guy's been in the league for five years already. But he At is – At least four. He is, I think he came up when he was in like 19 or something. And he's just yeah. this massive, massive presence. He's going to be in the league for a long time. I think he still has two and a half years of service on his contract left. But he just turned down that uh, 400 – or was reported 440 million over 15 years. Yeah. But let's be real. It's baseball. Any of these teams can have dished that out. Honestly, if someone's going to get 15 years, he's – probably a guy that you give it to a lot of times you see these weird contracts that like these 29 and 30 year olds where you're going to get like maybe half that contract it's the best uh out of them and then you just have a contract contractual liability on your team that you're probably going to spend out of it this guy's literally worth the 15 i think um so he he, he so here a couple weeks before uh ownership and management saying he's an untradeable player he turns down, he turns down a, a massive contract, but again, I think he's probably going to make more. Um, feelings are hurt. He ends up flying coach or whatever he was to the all-star game at like one 30, the day of the home run derby. Uh, they didn't charter the plane for him comes out, wins the home run derby. Um, and now there's a lot of talks. And as a, as a Yankee fan, Holy smokes. I think, they probably have what it takes to offer. Oh, they, it's just what I think so. And we, I want to go into this, but I do want to say All-Star Game was fun because of uh, – I really liked when they mic people up. It's fun. Like they had yeah. Nestor and um, – uh, they had Nestor, if you've seen him, the lefty for the Yankees. Yeah. Throwing lefty. And he does that wild wind-up. Weird-ass wind-up, yeah. And he's just in his gloves saying – first off, the gloves are like <laughs> – looking like Captain America out there, but yeah. – um, they're just like talking into their glove, telling you what they're. I, I just find that fun. Um, these it amazes me how hard these pitchers can throw. There's that one pitcher I don't remember. Cardinals, he's throwing 103 miles yeah. per hour every pitch. Yeah. And the hitter is smiling up there, like I don't have a chance at hell. <laughs> I got I got to swing the bat before the ball is out of his hand. Yeah. Um, and he still got kind of contact on it, but yeah, he's throwing 103 on back to back to back pitches. I. I I don't get it, but um, AL wins again. Um, does that does this game still have an impact on? I think so. 
Do they do that I, still? I have no idea. I, I honestly don't know. Well, anyways, I do want to go into the just talk about the Soto thing. From my vantage point, I think the teams that you would assume would be in on the trade are, you know, the big three I think of are always the Dodgers, the Yankees, and, and then Boston. Even though Boston's not having the year that they would want, but they're always in the talk of not a chance this type Boston of thing. in this one. One that's kind of cool because they are my uh, my fair weather team is the Padres. Mm. They're in the talks and they got some some. Po- it sounds to me that you're going to have to have one of the best um, best it, it, arms. It's the Kevin Durant trade of of Major League Baseball, basically. Sure, it's the best way to look at it. And there's no rush. There's no rush to get it done. No. Um, outside of there being like the emotional, you know, how long do you sit with a player that turned down an offer, disgruntled, you know, office of management. When you, you same know. thing with no rush, and I get what he has, you said two and a half years left. Like this always comes down to the longer you wait, the less you're going to be able to command. That's uh, true. Because again, well, the trade deadline is coming right up at the beginning of the month. Yeah. I don't think he has traded them, but who the fuck knows? I don't think so either. And I've, I've read some things that say that that's probably very unlikely. And here's the only thing I could see happening. Someone like Padres, for example, you're the little brother of the Dodgers. And you're, you're just, you got a great team. Tatis is on his way back. You're kind of, although you're coming off of a year that you just lost almost every game of the second half last year, you've got to make sure. So there's pressure on you there. And you know that the Dodgers are going to be the team that you have to get through. Well, maybe you make a move like this. They got some young guys with some experience already, like, although he hasn't hit well, but like J.J. Abrams, things like that. The Yankees. For a while after, you know, the boss Steinbrenner, Papa Bear, got out of the office. It seemed like the, the family was then taking it in a different direction, get on the luxury tax, build from internal. It worked for a little while, but then once they got some ex- expectations, they weren't able to succeed. Some players were getting hurt. Uh, they had to fire some management. And then they started kind of making some moves that seemed like traditional Yankee-wise. It's like, okay, we're going to pay some players. We're going to go get Cole. We're going to go get, you know, lock these guys up. Everything looks like it's leading to them giving Aaron Judge some, some money. Although he is, at what, 31? I one think. guy I would not give money to. So they do have one of the best, some of the top um, farm system players. I, I guess Volpe or Volpe. Um, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Volpe, yeah. That's ter- tearing it up. Uh, Jason Dominguez, he was just, I think he just hit a home run in the um, Young Star or the Rising Stars game. Um, they would basically have to clear out their. Um, their roster. Now I, I, I mentioned both of these and I, I guess the Red Sox could potentially do it, but there's some weird things for the Red Sox. I feel like, cause they've got some people um, coming up and you could probably fill me in on this, but they've got some people coming up on contract that they're not technically going to resign. Right. Red Sox. Well, the Red Sox have Bogarts who it, <laughs> Red Sox are cheap, man. It's John Henry. John Henry is a cheap kid and he doesn't do himself any favors when they actually talk to the media. So have you heard, you've heard the rumors. They, they offered um, Devers, his baseline was Matt Olson's contract, which was like, what, $168 million over whatever it was. It ended up being like $21 million a year. Yeah, come on. 
He's yeah. clearly what the second best player in the AL behind maybe Judge, you could argue, and at times maybe one of the best hitters in the AL. And he's twenty three fucking years old. Like twenty one million dollars ain't gonna cut it, man. Like stop being a fucking cheat. Like here's the thing. I would think most Red Sox fans, like, if you don't pay this guy, like, I'm not coming to fucking, fucking see a game. Like, this is so stupid. This isn't the fucking Tampa Bay race. Like, you spend money. I get Bogarts, you know, Bogarts is 30, 31 years old. You don't want to give him $30 million a year. I get that. You kind of sign a story to put them there. You got Meyer coming up in maybe two or three years, depending on how he pans out. You just drafted another freaking high school shorts. I think you drafted three straight high school shortstops last draft. Um, like it's like it's like it's like he's hanging out with Don Sweeney every day. Seriously, um, and it's not. I don't think it's Bloom. It's 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 not even the GM. It's it's GM's yeah. mandate is we don't spend as much money as we used to because we yeah. want to stay out of that competitive balance tax, whatever the fuck it's called, the luxury tax for Major League Baseball. Um, but the Red Sox have a, a pretty good farm system at this point. I don't think they trade Meyer, who kind of again. I don't think they thought they would have gotten last year. I mean, for a while, they thought it was going to be number one pick and ended up going to four at the Red Sox. Um, and he's been, he's quietly been raking in whatever league he's at. He's, he's a good hitter. Um, yeah. Grant, he's also fucking 19 years old. So who knows what happened? Yeah. But like, I, I think at this point, you, you're going to trade seven prospects for him. And it's, that's, that's the only beautiful thing with baseball. And that's the only thing I can say. Like, baseball, you can trade your entire farm system for like never played a game in Major League Baseball. I know. I was going to say that. Do you like, like that though? Do you like, if you're, if you're, you know, from a Red Sox fan perspective, and I'm asking this because as a Yankee fan, you're dealing with players who have never touched a game at the big leagues. You can only deal with potential. You can only deal with what you've seen at different levels. So like double a ball or high single a ball, and you have a lot of hope and you, you have this projected plan for them and, couple years time they'll be up there sometimes it's accelerated sometimes it's not sometimes you get the next i don't know for the yankees like you get like the Derek jeter who's going to be a staple in your lineup forever or you get like you know someone that's pretty good but the in a few years maybe you trade them out like gary sanchez you know it's like as a red sox fan if you have guys in the system that you you know about that you that you hear about would you be okay like here's my thinking with the Yankees it's really cool to hear that internally they got some studs coming up Volpe is a good one I think but he's he's the top guy going though exactly but I can I can put that off to the side real quick to know that you're getting a 23 year old one of the best hitters in the league and probably going to be able to lock them down for a long term after that. If I'm the Yankees I mean, and I make that move, like I'm not then paying Aaron Judge. Well, that's that's where you or you have to be comfortable piece, paying yeah. Judge a shit ton of money, knowing mm. you're going to get his prime, and then he's also off. But did you hear what he said though? It's not about what? the money. I, oh, I get you. Got to take that with a grain of salt. He's saying the nice, the right thing in front of the the people, right? Instead of forty million, thing. I'll ask for thirty. Like, not about. <laughs> all right, Aaron, will you pay for fifteen then? Like, not about the money you said. I know, but gotta give him credit, man. This is the first year he's stayed healthy and he's performed like what we've expected of him. Um, 
over a long stretch of games. And it's pretty incredible. So power to him, man. He's, he's doing what I hope Lamar Jackson can do for himself is just be healthy, ball out and make everyone yeah. their work. It's hard to say. I mean, Yankees make sense. Dodgers have a lot of good prospects too. They don't really need an outfielder, but I don't know. I don't think he gets traded by the trade deadline. We'll see. Yeah. But it would be a crazy, crazy deal. It really would. It's just such a fascinating thing that popped out of nowhere. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys, so 23 years old. Um, cool. Let's keep going. Let's keep rolling. Uh, we got any, what's going on in the NFL? Anything? Training camp starts next week. So you'll start getting some stories next week. Patriots okay. rookies reported. I think they report on the 26th. First preseason game, Hall of Fame games, August 4th. And then the first week of preseason, August 11th. So you got about three weeks from tomorrow, Patriots playing a football game. Oh, damn. Yeah. So real it comes quick. up quick. Things up, summer goes quick, man. Things up real quick. But you're in this, I like, was, these yeah. next two weeks are, like, the, the doldrums of sports besides baseball. So if you're not a baseball yeah. fan, you're like, what the fuck's happening in the world for sports? Nothing. <laughs> the Hall of Fame game does come up real quick every yeah. year. Like, holy shit, football. Um, I know college football, you know, that starts up a little bit sooner. So you see stuff coming out with that with, crazy intense like the whole they're just going to become one conference <laughs> like, there's no conference anymore it's dumb coaches are fighting with each other it's like just play some damn football uh and then just ending they just had a draft any any surprises in the top of the draft i think slavkowski going first shane Wright was the presumptive number one he went what fourth i think seattle um Otherwise, I don't think there are. I mean, there's some player, some player movement, but nothing like shocking or crazy. Yeah. Johnny Goudreau going to Columbus was was interesting. Um, I mean, I, I guess I get it. They have a younger team, kind of up and coming in a way. Um, I guess. Yeah. So that I guess will be interesting there. Matthew Kachuk seems like he's about to get traded any day now with with reports today. Which again, that that's a, that's a big piece getting traded. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not much in NHL. Bruins, Bruins. No, I mentioned no. this before we started recording, but Bruins are so fucking bad. It's, tell tell oh, us the new update. The new updated ranking. Their, their prospect ranking. Again, reflection of Don Sweeney went from 30 to 32. So went from second to dead last to dead last. Um, which just tells you that they don't have anyone that's worth a damn in their pipeline. Yes. Which doesn't seem like a big deal, I guess because you can always replenish it. But, like, when your team is this fucking old, you don't have a, you don't have pen to paper for Bergeron or the pipe dream, I guess, of bringing Krejci back at how, how was he, 35 now? Um, after a year of the NHL, it, it, yeah. it's, yeah. I don't watch Bruins anyway at this point, but, like, yeah, December is going to come in and be like, oh, we've won seven games somehow. We'll see. I know. First round. Here we go. Um, I do want to say, actually, uh, something that I personally follow, coming back to the – I mentioned the draft for NHL. MLB draft, I don't know if you, you saw it. First off, we didn't mention there's two sons. So Andrew Jones' son, I think, was second, and uh, Matt Holiday. Remember him? Remember him? Yeah. His son, number one. Uh, it's kind of um, crazy all these guys having their kids get drafted. Baby face. And not like just drafted, killer. but like drafted one and two. Oh, I mean, this guy, his face, uh, Matt Holiday's son's face is like, oh my God, you are He's 17 years old, <laughs> like 18. Um, and uh, 
but then also one of I'm interested because I did I watch I, I try to watch college baseball when it's on. I enjoy watching it. Obviously, playing growing up, it's it's kind of a different scene. Uh, and a couple of years ago, when Kumar Rocker was yeah. just lighting it up, right, and then the Mets picked him like top whatever elbow, I guess, or imaging of his arm came back suspect. They didn't sign him. And now he got signed with um, drafted by the Lighter, Rangers with uh, Lighter, the son of uh, what's Jack Lighter. Uh, Lighter, John Lighter, um, John right. Lighter, yeah. And so they played together at Vandy, which is kind of fun to see. My hope, I'm just rooting for the guy because he was fun in college, and I kind of just always just it's just fun to see when like the Mets get something, you know, Bobby Bodine, what is his name, Bobby Benina or Bobby uh, and Bonilla, man. And they just they just I don't know the Mets. I think they deserve this one. So I hope I hope Kumar has a good time. Um, all right. I don't think anything else is going on in the sports world right now. We're going to just gonna bear with us. We're almost to our 100th episode, or episode right? Yeah. And we might be recording it with nothing happening. <laughs> so um, just to put that out there. Uh, but what, what we will end it on is the same thing as we kind of always do with some entertainment things that we've been watching, um, listening, all of the above. Uh, what's been on your radar in the past couple of weeks? Gray Man comes out Friday. I'm interested to see what that looks like. I think reviews have not been stellar. Um, but, I, I mean, it's it's Chris Evans and it's Ryan Gosling, so I will watch it. Um, what we do in the shadows is back. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, I don't know yeah. if you've gone around to it yet. but Getting there. Getting there. Saw Thor: Love and Thunder. Thought that was enjoyable. Um, I don't think really anything else has been like it's really worth uh, hyping up. Yeah, nothing popping out. The one I know will get. I, I wonder if it's hard for him to uh, live up to it, but nope. A movie that I haven't oh, seen. Oh yeah. What the fuck's going on in been, it? That's apparently early screenings have been raving about it. Have they? I, I always wonder if like after the dust settles a little bit, like let it come out. Cause I know there's a lot of hype based off of his movies prior. Right. Which were great. After Key and Peele would be this guy. Never. Um, Key and Peele, that show, man. That Before, was good time. It's so good. Uh, you know what I, I did? I found myself watching all ones of those all the time. Yeah. I haven't been watching like any shows that are bingeable or movie. So two things that came out. One, I don't know. Westworld kind of lost me last year. That is completely fair. And then I was hesitant. So I, I didn't start it right away. I knew it came out, but I wasn't like super excited to follow. I started it and I'm liking this season a lot more. The season's um, more linear. Well, it, it's not linear in a certain sense, but it's like you kind of can follow what the fuck's happening. Season three yeah. was so fucking confusing. Without make you know, at the time of this recording, without doing any spoilers, this last episode kind of murkied that up a little bit. But um, in a way, it did. But also, it kind of centered what's been happening. Makes a little sense. Yeah, yeah. It um, kind of does make it a little more clear. But again, it's it's night and day from like season three. I, I couldn't tell you what happened in season three. That's how forgettable. Well, I like, say, like I didn't know what. I feel like they were every for since the beginning. They had such a cool concept that was simple, yeah, but complex. You know what I mean? So they thought that – I feel like they thought 
that they needed to add more complexity to it. And it just became not like crazy, like all of these different things going on at once. Mm-hmm. And then this, this one is cool. Cause you're sort of like, there's still a lot going on that you have to catch up on, but like you're kind of just in your mind being able to piece like, Oh, I I'm understanding where all these characters are coming from. I'm excited to see what happens. So I, I, I have, I've been enjoying this season so far. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then one movie, I remember watching the trailers for it and I'm like, this movie is going to be terrible. Ended up having like 78% on Rotten Tomato. Um, the Lost City with Sandra Bullock and, uh, mm. and Channing Tatum. So yeah. I went to it with super, super low expectation. And I'm like, it got 78 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what? It was actually kind of cool. It was kind of funny. Um, yeah, we watched it a while back. Predictable. Brad, Brad Pitt's character is funny. Yeah, he was. It was predictable. Brad Pitt's coming out with another strange role. I do. I, that one looks enjoyable. Bullet Train. That train one, yeah. yeah. A lot of stars. Those can be toss-ups, though. Sometimes you they add can. a ton of stars and it just does not work. Um, but Brad Pitt, man. Just keeps going. He looks great. Just crushing yeah. it. Um, I think that's it, man. I think that's. Um, I think that's all that's going on. Hey, I'm looking forward. I know it comes out in September, but that Kid Cudi, Intergalactic, um, he's coming out with a album that goes along with the series. It's an animated series but he's also been kind of doing these little releases where he put a bunch, like all songs that he's from his past, but he put mm-hmm. together almost like playlist style, some songs. One of them was um, a, a few songs off of an album that probably for Kid Cudi fans haven't listened to all that much wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so some of those, and then he just finally, finally this past week released his mixtape kid named Cudi never been on streaming. So I'm huh. pumped about that. Yeah, that was a fun album. Been rocking to that this week, but uh, yeah, that's all I I can really think of this week. It's been a pretty busy, busy time. Um, days are flying by, so when I got a chance to, you know, tune into a Westworld series or yeah, just watch a dumb movie, I did it. So, all right, <laughs> anything else you want to say before we head off, or are we good to uh, close this out? I think that's all we got. Again. Hopefully, two weeks from now, we have football, something to talk about. Hopefully, uh, we can start start counting up how many ACLs get torn in the first week. Oh, you know, how many plays it takes. Yeah. If play, the Ravens seven. have any running backs left after week one of the three. Oh, seasons. my gosh. Hey, I'm rooting for you, Lamar. Come on, come on. I'm just rooting for right. Dobbins to come back. It's like we talked about a couple weeks back where he just absolutely murders his trainers. It's great. I know. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, actually, that reminded me of the mascot that just got pummeled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um okay let's uh end this let's wrap this up 98 episode 98 of the two bros talking sports podcast uh thanks for listening along and until next time uh, we'll talk to you then